Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hope for Today with your co-hosts, Naja E. Brown and Zenobia Bailey. We'd like to say welcome to uh, the podcast. Depending on where you are, you could be in the evening, the morning, or the afternoon. So we'll just say welcome instead of good morning or good evening or good afternoon. And Happy New Year. This is the year 2017, and we are truly looking forward to what God has in store for this upcoming year. And we thank you, listening audience for your support and your encouragement throughout the past year. Zenobia, what would you like to say to our our listening audience? Thank you for joining us yet again. We count it a privilege, and uh, we know that with the show that we have lined up for you today and uh, subsequent weeks are just going to be wonderful. Yes. So this month we are going to feature special guests, who will talk about being a husband and wife ministry team. And the series is entitled, Husband and Wife Ministry Team, The Joy, Blessing, and Challenge. And today we have with us Pastor Alvin Curry and his wife, First Lady Vivian Curry. And Pastor Alvin and Sister Vivian, I'll let you introduce yourselves. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. As you have said, uh, Sister Naja, welcome. I I count it an honor, a pleasure, a privilege, and a blessing to uh, have uh, been called by God to uh, start uh, off this uh, series or sessions that you all are doing in reference to uh, ministry teams. And uh, with that, I'll just let my wife go ahead and introduce herself. Uh, She's the first lady not only of the Pillar of Truth Community Bible Church, but she's the first and only lady in my life, uh, and I praise God for her. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, um, the audience, whoever's listening, and thank you, uh, Naja, and thank, thank you, Zenobia, for having us come here because this is an honor to show other couples that in Christ they too can work together in a unifying spirit, because it's all about Jesus anyway. So I thank you guys for inviting us here to share our story, our joy, our challenges with the audience. Thank you. Amen. Go ahead, C. No, we were saying it together, absolutely, and amen. (laughs) Amen, yes. So we ask you to join Hope for today today because... I'm familiar with parts of your ministry, but I know that there's so much more to what you were doing and what the Lord has called you to do. And I also know that there's joy in ministry and it comes with hardship. So we would like for you all to share with our listening audience your personal journey and from where you've come and to where the Lord has brought you in ministry. So why don't we start with you giving us some highlights of your ministry. And I know your ministry is probably two, three, four part. So I'll let you guys kind of uh, condense it however you feel you need to. But I know of two ministries that you're in. You're not only the pastor and the first lady of the Pillar of Truth 
Community Bible Church, but you also have a counseling service that you do. So I'll let you guys give us the highlights of your ministry. And with that, uh, Sister Naza, I'll let uh, Vivian go ahead and uh, do the highlighting of our ministry. Okay. Yes. You know, the highlights of our ministry, we do have two, just like you said, um, just like you have stated. We have the uh, Pillar of Truth Unity Bible Church, and that we minister to believers as well as unbelievers. And we also have art counseling, and we also have uh, a house that we run for homeless men. You probably don't know about that, Naja, but we do that also. Okay. Um, and our background, to get One just of. quickly the background for the way I look at how it happened all, we worked together in my own field as an officer. I worked with challenging individuals, and most of the individuals I found, they usually were under some type of uh, stronghold, be it pornography, be it drugs, be it alcohol, be it gambling, be it whatever. They were under some type of stronghold. So in that particular secular assignment, if you will, as an officer, I was able to view that. And so in that view, God was talking to me saying, you need to do something with this. And so with that, he sent me on to school to get my license as a um, chemical dependency counselor. Um, and so I'll let Pastor Curry tell him how he just partnered up with me at that particular juncture. Okay, let me let me interject um, and just sure. say that you were a corrections officer, not a law enforcement officer. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, corrections officer um, with the Department of Corrections, right? Yes. Okay, so you were working with incarcerated individuals, people who were incarcerated. Yes. Okay, all right. Okay, Pastor Alvin. Uh, that's a good segue for me to say <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs> Her having that had that experience as a corrections officer and dealing with inmates that, uh, for whatever reason, found themselves behind bars, uh, I too come from that side of the track. And uh, oh. having come from that side of the track, uh, in regards to my stronghold being drugs, um, she was ministering to me, and uh, in her ministering to me. I, in turn, too, uh, upon uh, release from incarceration, got involved in a ministry, uh, give credit where credit's due, a ministry called Victory Outreach. Uh, folks may uh, know of that ministry. It's an international ministry. Anyway, they had a men's home that I uh, was a, uh, took part of, and then uh, completing that, I went back to school. I'm kind of fast-forwarding. I uh, went back to school, got my... Uh, degree in chemical dependency professional, that's what they call us, CDPs, chemical dependency professionals, uh, already having had my AA degree, and then um, anyway, after that, I got into the field back in uh, 98, and uh, in working with uh, my wife, then, uh, like I said, I went fast forward, but the highlight came when, when uh, we came together, and I seen her having a, a strong desire to work uh, more hands-on with uh, 
people with strongholds in their life, be it whatever the stronghold is, it just so happens that it looks like God opened our ministry to work more closely with those that uh, were lost and bound to uh, drugs and alcohol. However, we do uh, work with all people uh, in, in the ministry. And then I went even a little further. God took me a little further in that uh, when I became a part of uh, what is now the Pillar of Truth Community Bible Church, at one time was just the Pillar of Truth Church. I uh, went back to school, and, uh, um, and that's theology school, and I got my B.A. in theology, and then God wanted me to go further, and so now I have a master's in theology. And in all of that, we opened up a house called Ark Housing Ministry and Treatment Services to go along with the treatment agency that he had us to open that uh, is now open, and that's called Ark Counseling and Treatment Services. And then we also have a, a fourth highlight that God brought us in that called Damascus Road Ministries. And that was uh, more to pronounce to everyone that it's, uh, it's about uh, having that uh, spiritual change in their life like Paul had, uh, or as I should say we know as Paul who once was Saul and had a life-transforming experience. And that's what we hope to uh, do in uh, the ministries, the ministries, in which God has called us to, and that is to help folks to have that life-transforming experience that we know uh, takes place when an individual comes to the true saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Wow. Yeah. I love. <laughs> Go I'm ahead, say Wow. Because even though all of these ministries are interrelated, yes, it's one thing to um be the the participant, you know, someone who is assisting in ministry, which of course you all are. I mean, you have spearheaded it, but you're assisting folk. It's one thing to do all that you are being called to do in <clears throat> one area and you have five to six areas uh including your roles as pastor and uh first lady. And having been in uh, full-time ministry with my husband in uh, one area, it is it can be so demanding. So I'm sitting here thinking, wow, how in the world, how, I mean, I know it's by God's grace, but still, how in the world do the two of you <laughs> make this happen, you know? <laughs> Smoothly, smoothly. I mean, you're not, you can tell that there's, uh, there are a lot of dynamics between you. I mean, uh, commendable. You can sense the admiration and the love and the respect and the honor and you're working together. And But my question is, I'm not looking for you to say that, you know, you have all these tangles. If you do, you do. But, wow, that's a blessing. <laughs> I just applaud you and thank the Lord. Amen. 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 Uh, you know, and I, I, I know Pastor Alvin and, and First Lady Vivian and have had the privilege of actually sitting under uh, their, their ministry. And so uh, I have always referred to your ministry, the one that I knew of, and that's the Pillar of Truth. Now, I was blown away when I found out about the, the house and the, and the counseling. But I have always referred to your ministry as one that is 
like a street ministry. I mean, you, you're not afraid to go outside of the four walls of your building, uh, church building, and go and meet the people who need Jesus. And, and I have just always admired, you know, uh, your passion for, uh, you know, the, the people that you minister to, the people that uh, you serve. And so... Uh, it's just it's just a blessing, and, and I, I, I want to hear more. Even though I know you guys, I want to hear more. So what do you well, enjoy? Well, I'm not going to let my question go. And that okay, is maybe go, go with your question. Let me phrase it a different way. I know we all know the enemy is roaring, and with people like yourselves that are out here trying to, not just trying, but making a difference in the community, as Naja has said, in individuals' lives, and people's lives who have had bow, have been bound up by strongholds, et cetera, et cetera. Your marriage has had to have been tested. Um, I wanted you to speak to that. How has, can you share with us how your marriage may have been tested, how it's been strengthened, um, what advice you might give to couples who might be afraid to step out, uh, advice you might give to an individual who's afraid to or hesitant to step out? I'll speak to that. Um, on the perspective of being a female and in this liberated society that we live in, yes, uh, being together all day long, that's a test in itself. Amen. Um, however, because I am a strong Christian woman, woman knowing that I have to grow in my faith, Mm-hmm. I can't just say I believe. I have to prove it on a daily. And so with that said, all the challenges and the person, like I said, being with a person all day long can be a challenge, but I do have a remedy for that. I go to a gym a lot and I work out. <laughs> so that takes away some of that stress. And then... Uh, one of the other challenges is I had to learn to communicate to a male on a male's level and not just a female-liberated uh, 2017 womanish level. Uh, we can be very, very progressive, and we can be very, very, um, uh, uh, that dirty word called controlling. Uh, we can t- tend to be that way. So with that said, God, I have to put him in here, God has said you work together to learn how to be a better communicator to the male species. Because in our ministry together, I tend to work with a lot of males. Okay, so it was a must for me to learn how to do it. It was a must. Um, So... Those right there is two biggest challenges, spending all the time together in a work environment when it's nothing but sometimes um, people who, unbelievers, don't know anything about the Word of God, don't know anything about what we're, we're about, and yet it's still we had to work together on the same page. So that's one, that's and then one. number two... Communication skills. So I'll just leave it at that. And Pastor Alvin, do you want to say anything? Yeah, I'm going to tell spin off of what uh, 
my wife is sharing with us in regards to the joy, the blessing, and the challenge that it posed to the marriage uh, from my perspective. Um, and, and I, of course, I'm going to totally lean on the word, and this is what, and that's because that's what God showed me, is that if I look at her it, in her person, I'm going to see the character defects and flaws. But if I look to the Jesus in her, uh. and that's what's going to help me to stay in the test opposed to heeding to the temptation for me to get in the flesh. Because the word tells me in Ephesians 6.12 that my fight is not with flesh and blood. But it's with principalities and rulers and authority in high and mighty places. And then I have a tendency to uh, play with words. Uh, The Holy Spirit has given me a gift to uh, come up with what is known as acrostic. And so the word test, T-E-S-T, is totally existing, surrendered together. And so... So, see, this is only a test. And then, you know, if we can go back in the early 60s, uh, the TV show would come on and it would say, this is a test. It's on, It's not an emergency. Had it been an actual emergency, we'd have instructed you to do something else. And so I lean on that in that this is only a test. And God God tests those he loves to move them to a, a higher place to be used of him. And so... It's a blessing to uh, be married to a woman of God who loves God more than she loves me. Amen. Uh, And uh, it's a joy to uh, have uh, been married to his heavenly daughter. And then it's a challenge. And uh, we got married for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, until death do us part. And so there are going to be challenges. But one of the things I've learned in the challenges that God allows to come in our marriage as well as in our ministry, is that he's doing one of three things. He's either correcting one of us or both of us. (laughs) He's uh, either directing one of us or both of us, or he is either perfecting one of us or both of us for his honor and glory. That's that's a wonderful perspective, and I I love that, and I I, um, also love what your wife said in terms of what I got out of what she said in particular was Mm -hmm. that um, the Lord was chiseling her, and in chiseling her, he also was um, advancing her or perfecting her, to use your word, um, the the communication skills she's gotten out of it in terms of, gotten out of uh, the direct day-by-day contact with you in terms of learning how to better communicate with not only you, but with Yes, uh, the greater population of men that she's working with, and um, it's just a real blessing to hear all of this, isn't it, Nasha? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I wanted to say that, as as you, uh, I, I, you're known for with me, you're known for your acronyms, and so I just want to <laughs> say this before we go into a break. Pastor Curry and Sister Vivian Curry, I know you guys are not. Busy, because busy means what? Being under Satan's yoke. Satan's yoke. Okay, so we're going to go to a quick break. I want you to think about how you can let people know to get in contact with you when we come back. We'll be right back, okay? Praise God.
Hey, thank you, and welcome back. So give us some information on how people can get in contact with you or visit the Pillar of Truth or they want to refer someone to you for chemical dependency counseling. Can you provide that information for our listening audience? Amen, yes. Thank you for the opportunity to do that as well. Uh, To get a hold of us, you can call area code 206-947-2117. That is my personal cell phone number. You can also call 206-715-0796. That's First Lady Vivian's uh, personal cell phone number. And if you would uh, like to come and visit us at the Pillar of Truth Community Bible Church, we're located at 12650 First Avenue South, Seattle, Wash, 98168. And also, we are renting the space, so if you come during the week, you'll see a sign out front that says Sunrise Centers, because that is where we're currently uh, employed as I, the treatment director, and First Lady Vivian as a counselor, as we are transitioning to our agency, which is uh, done by appointment only. That's why I gave the numbers first, because uh, our building is located at 634 Southwest 149th Street, Burien, Washington, 98166. And it's kitty corner from the uh, Burien Courthouse. So uh, we would prefer if folks would give us a call first, and then we could uh, set up an appointment that way. But if they just want to come and visit the church, the doors are open uh, 24-7, and we're located again at 12650 First Avenue South, Seattle, Wash, 98168. Excellent. And that website for the Pillar of Truth is www.pillarofTruthCommunityBibleChurch.com. Is that correct? That is correct, and it's okay. all one word, Pillar of Truth Community Bible Church, dot com. Okay, very good. So as I have a question for you. So you talked about the, the, the joy and the blessing and, and the challenge of working together. What sort of spiritual disciplines do you guys practice as a team to get through your day? Sister Vivian, you talked about it's challenging to work the entire day, you know, um, and then you're learning how to talk and, and address uh, men. So what, what sort of spiritual disciplines do you guys practice as a team, as a ministry team? Well, you know, uh, Najam and Zenobia, in order to be a team like we are, in order to do this work, as stressful as it is, in order to do this up until 11 p.m. at night, even sometimes 3 in the morning, and then you up again at eight or nine, you have to have the Lord. And so with that said, you have to have these spiritual disciplines that is foundational to having the Lord in the dynamics of your work because it's not Pastor Alvin in my work. It's God's work. Amen. We're just his arms, his legs, his eyes, his ears. Just a part, you know, we're just working as his servant, and his servant needs to be fed on the spiritual level uh, with good nutrition, if you will. So spiritual disciplines, we pray together. That's a must. Uh-huh. That's to pray together. Sometimes we pray in the morning, most of the time in the morning, and then we pray at night, 
and then we pray throughout the day if it comes up when we definitely need prayer. Uh-huh. Then, then we fast, F-A-S-T. We have to give up some things that we like in order to strengthen us, to get back much closer to Christ. And then we have to do, of course, our daily bread, uh, that magazine you get. We do the daily bread together, and we read through the Bible a whole year. This would be our third year reading through the Bible together. And then we do Bible studies together. We actually just feed our spirit because just like a car needs gas and that tank gets empty and low, we have to refill it. And let me tell you, working with this type of population, unbelievers and Christians, when they're caught in these bondages, they can deplete our tanks. And when they deplete our tanks, Pastor Curry and I, if we don't recognize what's going on on a spiritual level, we can go both into the flesh real quick. Mm -hmm. If our tanks are full, because we've been feeding it throughout the day, then we are ready at that point in time to capitalize on Jesus and be ready for that intrusion of the ill-gotten one called Satan. That's what we do. That's our discipline. Amen. And if I can give us a a visual, it's just like the gas tank of your car. When you you go to the gas station, you fill up, and and it says full. But as you travel throughout the course of that day, gas is being depleted. So one of the Uh things that God showed us was to not allow our gas tank to get Below a half a tank of gas. Mm. Yeah, uh, when it when it gets to that half a tank, uh, it, when it gets to that half a tank, it's time to refuel. Amen. Amen. And, and so we, we do that. Yes. Yeah. You know that's a that's a, a practical application for just a real car and a real gas tank and real gas, right? I know people who don't let their gas tanks get below a half a tank before they fill it up again. And I, there was a time when I used to try that, and then I wasn't able to keep up with it. And then there's times when I've driven my car until that light comes on that tells me you only have about three more miles before yeah. <laughs> you're out of gas. So, yeah. and, and I'm sure we all have been out of gas. We've been depleted. Now, going back into spiritual matters, we have been depleted, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. And we know yeah. what it's like to try to... Get, get, you know, to, to drag ourselves back up to get out of whatever situation we're in when we've been, when we've allowed ourselves to be depleted. Right, right. Amen. Well, we've got about three more minutes to go, and so, uh, Zenobia, did you have any other questions uh, for for the Curries? And and then I'd like for you guys to to be able to have some closing remarks, if you will, please. Amen. Um, I think I've heard it, but I want to ask you point blank what you enjoy most about working together. Uh-huh. Go ahead, go first. I like the fellowship. Uh, you know how some people have to go on date nights and some people have to have a hard time. He doesn't talk to me. He doesn't associate with me. Well, I don't have that problem. Uh-huh. I have constant fellowship. He doesn't share any anything about his day with me. Well, I don't have that problem. I yes. know everything what's going on. I know all the business and everything. So I'm very, very close to him, and we are like one, O-N-E, 
just like the Bible wants us to be as one. We can hear that resonate. <laughs> as I said, I didn't think I needed you to tell me, but I wanted you to say so anyway in your own words and so that both we and the audience would be clear. And I bet just hearing yourself say that was reinforcing for you as well. Amen. It It, it is. I, I love the togetherness. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I I just love the togetherness, just being being able to, I, it truly is a joy. It truly is a blessing, though it has its challenge, again, to be able to be called to ministry and then to have my wife, uh, which us being one, to be called to the same ministry and to have a heart and a mind to want to be involved in the ministry in the manner in which she is just gives me joy just gives me joy, and then that way I can be her being my help me to help me meet my maximum potential of more of a blessing. See, because we're blessed, and, and, and we know what it means to be blessed. When you're blessed, you're supposed to be a blessing. And Amen. so uh, it gives me joy for the fruit that uh, God uh, produces in our uh, ministry together for people to Amen. just pick and eat of us. Well, I praise God for for the both of you, and I yeah. praise him that he um, has such wonderful witnesses and lovebirds. Praise God. Praise yeah. God. There's a passage that comes to mind I'm going to say real quickly because we're running out of time, and yeah. that is, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having Hallelujah. all that you need, you will abound in every good work. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. And with that, we're going to go ahead and close out our podcast and say thank you to the Currys. Thank you for your testimony. Thank you for sharing how the Lord is using you in ministry and also in your marriage and your witness to his faithfulness. And I trust that some seeds have been planted, lives are being impacted and transformed, and we all can say, to God be the glory. So we want to thank you. God bless you. And we'll talk to you again later. God bless you. God bless you guys. Good night. God bless you. Bye.